You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. It's August 10th, and on today's edition of the VGN Radio Training Camp interview series, former Eagles wide receiver and current broadcaster Mike Quick stops by to chat with Jimmy Kemsky about the Eagles' special wide receiver core, the challenges of broadcasting at FedEx Field, and he shares his regular season record prediction. Take a listen. All right. We are here with Mike Quick, the great Mike Quick. I don't the think, great? I don't know. I don't it. think younger fans understand how good you were in your day. Like yeah. 83... The 87 yep. led the league in receiving yards in 1983, like 1,400 something. Yeah, receiving yep. yards. Yep. Five had straight errors. Had a good little run. Put the team that you're on. I don't think there were any of those five teams, even with those five straight footballs, had winning records. I don't think any of them, right? So it was really a bare time for the Eagles. We didn't have a lot of, first of all, we didn't have stability. When I came into the league, Dick Vermeil drafted me. He was the head coach. Yeah. Dick left after my rookie season because he was burnt out. Marion Campbell comes in as the head coach. He only lasted a couple of years. Yeah. And then Buddy Ryan comes in. So in a nine-year span, I went through three coaches. So when you when you start with that as your foundation, you don't really have a whole lot to work with. Gotcha. Yeah. So I know that like you've been to Philly, the Philly area, your home, and you've embraced the area, and, and vice versa. Uh, yes. But do you ever think like what your career, how your career might have been different if you had played on a good team when you were in your prime? Yeah, I've thought about it, but I don't waste a lot of time on that. <laughs> you know, I I got a chance, Michael, to live my uh, to live my dream. Yeah. As a kid, I always dreamed about being a, a professional athlete. Sure. I thought I was going to be a basketball player, but you know, that didn't work out. I stopped growing, so football was the right fit, and you know, I got to live my dream. Played in the league for nine years, so yeah, I would think about like different eras, how I would fit into different eras, uh-huh. or different teams, how I think the think what I think I would have produced on different teams, but. I don't have any regrets, and the league owes me nothing. I had a great career and a great time. What were you in uh, basketball, guard? I was a guard. Okay. I was more like a three, a swing. Okay, so I gotcha. played the guard and the forward. I played above the rim, so, um, and I was a scorer. Yeah. What I respect about you and Merrill is that you guys are out here every day. More or less. Do you miss any days here in practice at all? I didn't miss a day. Okay. But Slacker. I think it's, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, I, I think it's important that I'm here. Sure. Because there's a lot that I can I can get from reading all of you guys, watching the podcast, listening to the different podcasts. But 
to be out here, you get a whole different element of what's going on. You get a whole, you get the feel for what's going on. You get a chance to talk to coaches. You get a chance to talk to some of the players and get insight that I wouldn't get otherwise. And I like to put my eyes on people. If someone tells me that a player is playing really well, that's one thing. But for me to put eyes on him so that I, I form my own opinion about him, that's completely different. And I like to form my own opinion because I don't always agree with the things that I read or the things that I hear in the podcast. So I need to put my eyes on him. So when I'm in the booth and I'm talking about a particular player or about the schemes and what these coaches are doing, I wanted to be from my own knowledge. Okay. No, I guess, like, I, in, when you're in the booth for a preseason game, I have to at least know something about them. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I was just talking to JG, the D coordinator. Yeah. And he was saying the same thing. Why are you out here all the time? And I said, dude, all of those kids that you have on the back end of the roster that no one knows about, yeah. I need to know who they are. Because if no one's listening but their parents, I need to say something sure. about them. So let's talk about FedEx Field for a second. <laughs> Why do you want to we, bring me down? <laughs> well, we, we all dislike going to FedEx Field, whether it's writers, players, broadcast people. Yeah. What is your what, – what, what, what do you dislike most about FedEx Field? Well – so I'm the, one who, the spot. I'm one who always tries to. I, I'm gonna like <laughs> make do. You know, okay. I, I'll make lemonade out of something that shouldn't be. Yeah. But listening to Merrill, he's really helped to shape my opinion about <laughs> FedEx Field. It really is hard for a broadcaster to, to go in there and do his job. Okay. Because of where they have us seated, um, it's it, it makes it very difficult to see the field to see what's going on especially when they get on the other end of the field because we're all the way in the corner of the end zone. And the... the You're in that front left corner. We're way us, in right? the corner yeah, of okay. the end zone, yeah. And we're down low. As a broadcaster, you want to be up high so you can see everything, yeah. but you can't see everything. It's a, the worst vantage point for of any football field in the NFL. So for that reason... I don't like going there. And for that reason, <laughs> yeah. we're not going to go there this year. Oh, you're not going to go this year again? Okay. So. I know you didn't go last year. That's going to be a permanent thing. We haven't gone for two years. So okay. During, oh, during you didn't go COVID, two years ago, too. During COVID. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. We're, we, we did the games, even the road games from here at the link, and it worked out pretty well. Yeah. So those games, and that one is really the only one. Okay. We're, we're better off working off monitors because that's what we end up doing down there. We're going to just work off the monitors yeah. and stay here. So I did the same thing last year. I, when that actually gave me the idea yep. to just not go, and you and Merrill didn't go. I was like, you know what? They're on to something there because we couldn't interview right. and stuff right. the game anyway. Well, that'll change this year, so I have to go. But yeah, I just didn't go last year because I figured it's going to be easier to cover the game on TV. So, <laughs> but they might move. Would you? Well, I guess you're, if you're not going anymore, then that answers my next question, which is, would you rather just you know go to Landover or have to drive an extra two hours to like Virginia or whatever? So, until they change the vantage point, I don't want to go down yeah. there. I would much rather, like, I'd much rather, it's really cool to do the monitors because then you can jump in your car and I'm home in yeah. 25 minutes and, you know, in the comfort of my own home rather yeah. than fighting traffic, sitting on a bus and doing all the things you have to do when you travel with the team. All right, two football questions here. 
First, what do you think of the receiving group? Because, you know, that's your deal. Receiving group is heavily talented. Yeah. They're so talented. It's hard for me to figure out, you know, after four, where they where they go. Yeah. I don't know. Because, you know, you bring in uh, Pascal. Yeah. And I think he's going to be on the squad because of all of the things that he can do. A lot of versatility there. You got Brown. You got Smith. You got Quez. That's for a stud, that yeah. wide receiver. What do you do after that? And then there's a whole lot of talent after that. I would not want to be the guy that's making that decision because you know you're going to end up losing somebody who's going to go somewhere and really shine. Yeah. And you look at this kid, um, Covey, the kid that went undrafted out of Utah. I think he's a perfect fit for a lot of the things that this team want to do. So what do you do with him? There, there's going to be a lot of tough decisions made at that position, and I think that's going to be the case at many positions because of all the talent that they're able to bring in. How do you think they stack up to other receiving corps and like and over the, over your time, you know, sort of uh, as a media guy? The talent there is as good as any group that I've seen here. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you would take this group over like. Not necessarily, Macklin, not necessarily Deshaun, over, but when I, when I look at that, and that's the first group that I thought about. Yeah. I thought about Macklin, Deshaun, but I think they stack up against that group. Okay. I just think that they're so good in so many areas. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. one more. So there's actually like a four-parter, but they're quick. <laughs> Final record, do they make the playoffs? They'll win 11 games. Do they make the playoffs? They'll make the playoffs winning 11 games. Do they win a playoff game? That's a that's a loaded one. Yeah, that well, one. I, you know, that one I flip the coin on. It depends on who they get in the playoffs. Okay. And yeah. then uh, is Jalen Hurts the starter in 2023? Yes, I believe he is. Yeah, I think there's going to be enough growth this year, and certainly if they go into the playoff, win a playoff game, I, I think he merits with coming back as a quarterback. All right. Thank you very much. Mark. Yes, sir. You are the man. Anytime. Thanks. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on? Oh, Mom. <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.